Hello, good morning, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. This is Tony with an I, and I am your host. And our topic for today is too much talk. But of course, before we jump into the word, we are actually going to pray. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this day, we just want to acknowledge your awesome presence. I want to thank you, Lord God, for who you are as my father as my friend, as my provider, as my protector. I want to thank you, Lord God, that you are with me. You are with us as your people every single day. I want to thank you that you don't leave us or forsake us. And I want to thank you that you love us, Father God, so much that you would send Jesus to die on a cross for us. I want to thank you, Father God, that until this day, this moment, there is nothing about us, Father God, that is by accident, that you see all things, you understand all situation and circumstances, and that you are still calling us as your people, Father God, in this moment to bring glory and honor unto your name. We ask you this day, Father God, to forgive us of every sin that we've committed against you. We ask you in this moment for the hearts and the minds of your people, Father God, that through this podcast, you would reach them with a word, Father God, that would change or transform their lives. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and all the praise. It is in the name of Jesus Christ that I pray. Amen. Now, guys, I want to thank you once again for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. This is Tony with an I, your host, and today our topic is too much talk. Now, we're going to be looking at Proverbs 10 verse 19, and as we go through the podcast, I will also give you the the rest of the scriptures for the day. Now, Proverbs 10 verse 19 reads, when words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. Now we're going to break this down. So Proverbs 10 verse 19, when words are many, transgression, which refers to sin, is not lacking, but whoever restrains, whoever prevents his lips from speaking is prudent. And the word prudent means wise. Now, I certainly am a talker. I mean, sometimes I even ask myself why I talk so much. And for some people, they don't see that side of me because there are times where I'm very reserved. But if you know me really well, you know that Tony can talk. Now, I'm going to be honest. Touring with God is pretty easy for me because I get to talk. And I actually love to talk. Did I say that already? Yes, I did. So yes, sometimes I am reserved, but when I start, guys, let me just tell you, Tony can talk. Now, sometimes I am talking because I'm passionate about something like I am with touring with God and I share the word and I'm passionate about that. But other times, if I'm being honest, the things that I'm talking about, they're probably really not necessary And for some reason, I don't know, it really never seems to stop me. So I've decided, of course, because the Lord gave me this word and this word was not given to me today. It was given to me quite a while ago. I had decided that I would start to slow down on how much I speak and start to listen more and then speak 
when it is necessary. So not to say sometimes I still don't joke around or have fun with my friends or my family, but I've learned to start to curb my conversations and be mindful of the things that come out of my mouth because we know that the word of God tells us that life and death, they are in the power of our tongue. Now, I was repenting recently of idle conversations and possibly saying much more than is required in some of my conversations and Proverbs 10 verse 19, which we just read, I'm telling you, it fell on me. Literally, I opened the Bible and it was there and the guilt that came over me from reading that scripture. Now, the beauty of the God that we serve, why he is such an amazing father is that he does not just correct you when you have done something wrong because he corrected me with that proverb. But the beauty of who God is, is that he teaches you how to prevent this from happening again. So of course, I started digging through the scriptures because I was like, if one scripture tells you that too much talk leads to sin, there has to be another way for this to happen, right? Like there has to be another way that I can talk and not overdo it or I can talk and allow my words to bring life. So I started digging through the scripture to see what the scripture has to say about our speech or our words or talk. And of course, as I started going through, I started finding tons and tons of scriptures. And as I find them, of course, I write them down. And so today I'm going to be sharing some of those scriptures with you. Now, once again, the scripture says when words are too many, in other words, more than needed in the midst of a particular situation, then sin is not lacking. So if you find yourself very often in the midst of a conversation and it starts off where everything is pure and it is innocent and you're probably lightheartedly having a conversation, but somewhere along the line, the conversation turns in the opposite direction and you find yourself possibly gossiping with someone. This is why, guys, it is very important that we limit our words because sometimes we talk till we have nothing else to say and then we just start talking nonsense. We have to be very mindful of that. Also, if you are someone that is a complainer, that is another issue that we have to address. Be very mindful that your conversations are not just filled with complaining and complaining and this is wrong and that is wrong and everything is wrong and nothing is right. Let your words oftentimes be filled with thanksgiving. We are to go before our Heavenly Father with thanksgiving and even in our conversations with each other, we should be giving thanks to our Heavenly Father for all the things that He has done. And let me tell you, we have so much to give thanks for that I do not think we can out-talk the things that we need to be thankful for. Now, I have done this a lot of times where I start talking about one thing and end up in 
God knows where, I don't know, some conversation that has nothing to do with anything that I was originally talking about. And if I'm being honest with you, sometimes I'm I'm kind of embarrassed when I think of the conversations that I end up indulging in. And I, I have to kind of pull myself away from it and even ask the person that I'm talking to to possibly change the subject. Sometimes mid-conversation, I'll be like, what are we even talking about? This is such a waste of time. And then we'll either switch the conversation or... We'll probably just stop talking altogether and start listening to music or maybe I'll just, I don't know, find something else to do because there's always something to do, to be honest with you, other than sitting and having idle conversations. Now, if for any reason, let's say this is what is happening, you, you find yourself having a lot of idle conversations, it's best to heed the instructions in James 1 verse 19 to 21. It reads, Listen, actually, I'm not actually reading the scripture. I'm paraphrasing here because I didn't, I just recognize I didn't write the scripture down. It's good to listen and then speak. Be quick to listen. Actually listen. Process the information being given to you. Hear the heart of the person that is speaking and only then do you speak. Now, if your advice doesn't pertain wise counsel or if it doesn't edify the other person, sometimes maybe it's best to just listen and then be honest that you don't know how to guide them or you don't have the right instructions in this moment to help that person. And sometimes people really don't even want your advice. They really just need a listening ear. So be mindful of that. Offer what you can through prayer. Maybe if that's all that you can do, maybe you should just pray. And I just said that a while ago and I remembered recently and I'm assuming the word is prayer. I don't even know, guys. So I say prior a lot and that's the Jamaican in me. And apparently the word is prayer, I think. I don't know. But forgive me. When I say prayer, prior or prayer. I don't even know which one I usually say now. I'm confused. But just know we're talking about praying to our Heavenly Father. So excuse the Jamaican accent and know that we're talking about communicating with our Heavenly Father, okay? So if all you have to offer is to pray with that person, then maybe that's what you should do. Too many times we try to lighten the mood in a conversation and we turn to things that are inappropriate or sometimes even in our joking. I recognize that our jokes can be very inappropriate. Ephesians 5 verse 4. It actually says here, let there be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse obscene or vulgar joking because such things are not appropriate for believers but instead speak of your thankfulness to God once again guys let there be no filthiness or silly talk or coarse obscene or vulgar joking because such things are not appropriate for believers Now, Ephesians 4 verse 29 also reads, Do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth, 
but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion, so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak. Now listen, so many times we hear a joke and we think the joke is hilarious and then what do we end up doing? We probably shouldn't be laughing at the joke in the first place because chances are it's probably inappropriate. Not all jokes are, but some of them are. And instead of leaving it right where we heard it, very often we have a tendency to pick it up and we start repeating these things. Now, I am talking to the one who is following the word of God. I am talking to the person with a desire to please your heavenly father, to serve and honor him. You ought to ensure that your words are not vulgar. They're not worthless. They are not foul words. Now, I've had this discussion with my friend before in regards to what foul words are. And very often, I I know people defend curse words. People defend the F word. They defend tons of other words. Whatever culture you're from, you know what those words are. We have a tendency to defend them and say, oh, it's not a big deal. Who determined that they were a curse word? That was what man did. Well, quite frankly, this is how I see it. If you cannot go before God and pray using those words, chances are you shouldn't be using the word at all. And if you are going to respond by telling me that it is okay to go before God and use these words, if you are confident and comfortable before God using those words, I think you need to understand who you're talking to when you're talking to your heavenly father. You need to have reverence when you go before the almighty God. When we went through the our father prior at the beginning of touring with God, it says, hallowed be his name. So our words that we bring when we go before him, we have to be careful when we're calling on the name of Jesus and we're calling on Yahweh and we're talking to the Holy Spirit or calling on the Holy Spirit or words have to match the very way in which we go before God. So if we go before him in reverence, our words need to show reverence to the Almighty God. And just in case you are not aware, these words do not bring any reverence to God. So do not use that as a defense mechanism to use curse words. So if you are a child of God, let us say you are teaching in front of a congregation, if that's another way to help you, you should not be teaching and using these words. It is not pleasant for you to be using these words. We know that this is foul language and according to the word of God, we should not be using these foul, profane, worthless or vulgar words. Now, once again, that was Ephesians 5 verse 4 and Ephesians 4 verse 29. And we're going to use these words to guide us to keep our talks pure from corruption. And therefore, it gives grace to those who hear it. When you have said what needs to be said, simply remember, guys, it's okay to say nothing else too much talk leads to sin. We just learned this. Let your words, let the words that come out of your mouth, let them be uplifting like we just read from Ephesians 4 verse 29. Let your words be kind according to Proverbs 16 verse 24. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet and delightful to the soul and healing to the body. Let your words be gentle, 
Proverbs 15 verse 4 reads, A soothing tongue, speaking words that build up and encourage, is a tree of life, but a perversive tongue, speaking words that overwhelm and depress, it crushes the spirit. Let your words be life-giving. Proverbs 18 verse 4 reads, The words of a man's mouth are like deep waters, copious and difficult to fathom. The fountain of mature, godly wisdom is like a bubbling stream, sparkling fresh, pure, and life-giving. Now, let's also remember Proverbs 18 verse 21 also tells us that life and death are in the power of the tongue. Let the words from your mouth be healing words. Proverbs 12 verse 18 reads, This is one who speaks rashly. Sorry, there is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. Let your words be filled with truth. Psalm 34 verse 13 reads, Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Now, if we are going to allow our words to be filled with truth, it means very often that when we are talking to other people, we are speaking the truth from the gospel of the Almighty God. If we are uplifting people, very often these very words that come to us are probably words that have come from the scripture because the scripture in itself gives life. It brings hope and peace and joy. So we ought to make sure that as the body of Christ, we are speaking words that are kind, gentle, words that bring life, healing, and words that are filled with truth. Now, when all else fails, guys, please remember to follow Proverbs 21 verse 23. It reads, whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble and Proverbs 17 verse 28, even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. In other words, if the fool doesn't say something foolish, nobody knows he is a fool and he is deemed very often as intelligent. So let us go ahead and follow these words. I am going to put every scripture from today in the description below the podcast so you have these words. The word of God, the truth from the Bible that you can spend some time in your spare time and go over. So let us once again, guys, be careful with too much talk for too much talk leads to sin. Our Father, as we come before you once more, Father God, we just want to thank you. We want to thank you, Father God, that you are teaching us how to restrain our lips. We want to thank you, Father God, that you did not just leave us to wonder how when or where, but you are teaching us every day simple principles, Father God, to honor you. We ask you, Father God, to forgive us of every idle conversation that we have had. Forgive us, Father God, of every word that we have spoken that spoke 
ill against someone else of every time we have gossiped almighty god we ask for your forgiveness we ask you this day father god to continue to guide us we ask you to lead us and we ask you father god to continue to grant us grace and mercy we love you we adore you and i pray father god even now for the one that is yet to know you as their lord and savior that you would draw those hearts to you in this moment we give you all the glory all the honor and all the praise it is in the name of jesus christ that i pray amen guys thank you once again for joining me for another episode of touring with god this is tony with an i and i will see you next week tuesday at 9 a.m bye